Hello guys, I have really missed you guys, uh, especially since I haven't been on very consistently throughout the last few months and I am very very sorry for that but I am here now and I want to switch it up a bit and tell you guys a little personal story. So this story comes from, um, I've been talking to a few friends and we've just been talking about how guys kids rather are getting to learn about sex very very much earlier on right now especially in this day and age with the technology and the kind of information they have and the kind of exposure they have to you know everything the information is basically out there for them to just fish out so i want to talk about something i have never talked about on my website or on here and it's about how i lost my virginity (laughs) but before i get to that i just want to say i love you guys and i want to know how have you guys been as for me i'm just gonna cut you up a little bit on how i have been doing well if you're a listener on here you know that i try to be very consistent in everything that i do because i know that discipline brings a lot of yield but in year 2020 it, it reached a point for me 2020 just became so fucked up and i needed to just breathe i needed to just take time off and just deal with so many things because so many things were coming at me at the same time and i was it's just been a very very confusing time for me all the way from august up to now so i've just been trying to deal with my emotions deal with everything that's happening around me and that is going um i i can't say i'm you know 100 percent back on track but i'm just happy with where i'm at right now especially with myself and i'm just trying to get i'm trying to get there so right now i just came from i was cleaning my room and then i went to take a dump and the whole time sorry that's tmi but (laughs) the whole time i was listening to the legally clueless podcast by adele onyango and i missed this story i think it's it's the 1999 story or the yeah where there's a story about miriam and she talks about her family being extremely abusive emotionally and and you know physically and she had to live through that and just how she's coped with it and how imechangia to the part the kind of person she has become right now and i was listening to that episode thinking wow you know because i related so much and in that in listening to that it just reminded me why i do what i do it reminded me why i started with this podcast because every time i put something out so many people reach out and they relate and they understand and they feel what i feel and they're probably going through what i i've gone through or what i'm going through and it's very refreshing first of all kudra you're not alone and something else is that i don't know it's just comforting to know you know if someone else can go through exactly what i went through and come out of it or they're able to deal with it or they're just you know coping it's very encouraging if you've been in the same situation so 
I have so many stories for you guys that I want to be able to tell, but for, for some of them, I don't know. I'm going to to find a way to. Anyway, I will tell you guys about more about that. So today I don't have a guest on because I just want to talk about myself and just what I've been going through and how I've been feeling and everything and just to open up a bit and maybe I can get someone who's who feels the same way and maybe we can talk about how you know to cope so you guys in in August well around August October I lost um, someone I love very much I've mentioned this a few times on here and they they died and i think i'm still very angry because he just died you know like it it's not something anyone saw coming and it's not something um you know you when someone dies that you love you never really think it could happen to you and you never really think that at any point um of your life like you'd have to go through something like that and then it happens and your life just changes and that's when for me i i felt like i was i started withdrawing and i wasn't able to keep the discipline anymore and then a month after that someone else in my family died again um sorry um that was very difficult very difficult and it was the first time that i was going through death as an adult you know someone who's aware and i know what's happening and i'm you know i'm very conscious and i can i can see the kind of pain and impact it's caused on my family and everyone around so it taught me that i had so many lessons to learn and i had so much like i had so much to learn from myself and i needed to just start to start being very intentional and very um deliberate about dealing with my emotions and you know trying to get out of there so i was i was i was before that i was actually having a very very nice 2020 my my businesses were picking up my website was doing amazing my podcast was doing amazing everything i touched was turning into gold and then i was happy i was feeling very fulfilled you know i was getting to do the things that i used to say you know i'll do and i was finally bringing myself to just be responsible and to have a routine and i was very very happy but then when all these things started to happen i just nearly kwana shanga wasasa what's happening to me what's what's all this all at the same time it was so fucked up man and then at the same time i found out about some family secret that i will tell you guys about that one deserves a like it deserves a ceremony <laughs> i will tell you guys about it and how i'm coping about it um but it has something to do with me and you know finding out about my my biological family that i knew nothing about and that that has been very very crazy for me it has taken a huge toll and I realize that the type of person I am is that I thrive when I'm able to be myself, when I'm able to be very very honest and completely honest with 
what I'm feeling and what I'm going through and in situations that I'm I'm unable to do that then I cannot speak so I've been very scared to talk about all these things on my website I've been very scared to talk about all these things on my podcast and even on TV and it's just you know okay who do I talk to who where do I go the people I feel like I need to talk to are not very forthcoming with um information i need so i felt very very alone very very alone and you know therapy is expensive of course and i wasn't able to take that on consistently so i don't know you guys i've just been in a very 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 dark difficult place but listening to legally legally clueless has just it's like it was just like epiphany of some sort it just woke me up it shook me up and it was like oh wow bobby you need to get back on and you need to be able to share your stories and you need to be able to learn to go back to being yourself so that you can help people out there and you can help yourself as well by talking about all these things so (laughs) i'm sorry i took you guys on a you know on the sad side but as for the good things that have been happening in my life well I have gained a lot of love from my new from my family, my new family that I just found out about. And that has been such a highlight in in these last few months because I don't know well, like I said, I will talk about that in a totally separate episode where I'm able to just, you know, open up and maybe i can have a guest over and yeah it would be a bit easier for us to you know share share on things have been going quite slow for me but i think i am ready to push myself out of that depression phase quite frankly i could feel myself slipping in and slipping back into depression and i think the only thing that kept me going was that i'm very self-aware i think self-conscious i'm very much more exposed to all these things so when i see something for coming from a mile i'm able to say oh i can't i can't fall back into that i have to work 10 times as hard if it means that i have to just to remove myself from that situation so i am very 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 um excited to be able to share with you these new stories in 2021 so that we can talk about all these things and so i am going to get right to the story that i came here to tell you guys today and (laughs) but i hope you guys have been doing okay i hope you guys have been doing fine i i i definitely missed you guys so much and i can't wait to see what 2021 has in store for us so uh, let's get right to it I want to tell you guys exactly when it was, but but what I can say is that I was quite young. I had no business having sex at that time. And I'd be very, very, I'd be quite disappointed if, you know, I found out my kids or my daughter, my son, was having sex that that early. Okay, I wasn't really having sex, but I tried. I tried it out that time for the first time. And this conversation came up because there's a time I was talking to my brother. We were just having a walk and I was talking to him and, you know, we were talking about how kids these days, they have, they are, 
really really indulging in sex and sexual stuff and it's it's crazy you know when when i think about the times i was growing up and even when i was at that age when i think about it now and when i see how young kids are you know when you grow up you have a different sense of understanding you have uh, i'd say a better sense of you know trying to understand things and you can see things a bit more clearly than you did when you were younger so and it shook me it scared the fuck out of me especially since you know with some of the organizations i work with we have to go through this data about kids and the hiv aids statistics and you know scis and condom use and just all that and everything about sex so i get to be in the middle of these things firsthand and to get this kind of information and to actually talk to these kids and to just be on the ground and to actually know what is happening but i but i just sat down and thought about okay what was so different from you know what i did and the only thing that really scares me is that cuz i know at that age i had zero information i did not know what i was doing i had no idea what was going on in my life i was just i think i did it cuz guys were doing it i would say not not really i i wouldn't really want to call it peer pressure but it was kind of you know, okay cuz actually how i found out about sex is you minus the little knowledge they give us in school about sidri iso to shule atash in school i don't think walikona to ambia the real stuff so you never really got to understand what was happening and you just knew sex was icky and yucky and something you shouldn't ever do because if you do it if you laugh with a boy you'll get pregnant or if you sit next to a boy you'll get pregnant so i feel like they weren't really as honest with us as they needed to at least for that age for that age because they teach about reproduction nini ni around class class 6 and i don't think class 6 ni mtoto sana but i think they didn't really okay when i was in class 6 i don't feel like i got the information that i needed to get in that time so for me um the first time i ever got to see rather get a clear mental and visual picture of what sex was was when one time i stumbled upon my parents porn stash <laughs> i really hope my parents don't listen to this these things i put out for you guys but <sighs> mini adult sasa so i stumbled upon um the porn stash and nilikozile siku za zinaitwa not the dvds the other ones with tapes i can't remember what they're called ni vcr ama i think vcr so with the tapes so you you i didn't know what the tape was about but i put it in it had a very suspicious name and i watched it and i just remembered ilikuwa tumzunguz and they were walikuwa nafanya 69 and they were standing up like the guy was holding the girl upside down and she was sucking his dick and he was eating her out and i remember like i was trying to even tilt my head upside down to kind of to just kind of see you know what i w- i could not understand why in the world anyone would put their mouth on someone else's genitals but look at me now <laughs> but that's that's beside the point so real shit ilini shock ilini shock sana na nilikuwa nashanga you know i was trying to to understand exactly what was happening but of course ikuelewa so over the course of the next few months i'd call my friends over 
to i'm so guilty of this shit what anyway i'd call my friends over and you know just to try to show them so that we can try and understand what is this what is this that is happening i think i don't know if i ever got caught so i stopped watching those things but i'd say that they had a great direct impact on my my view of sexuality and just how i came to understand sex and how i just came to to be able to talk about it and everything but yeah so i i started being quite aware of those things when i was very young i know i'm not blaming anyone or at my parents for putting their stash surgery place ningepata or whatever it's just that i don't know i just think about all these kids right now and what they know and what they've seen and so it made me want to talk about it said i was a bit young was not 18 yet one thing i keep maintaining is that i'm just lucky that the guy i did it with was someone who cared about me let's call him bobby <laughs> cuz his name starts with a b you know i had been friends with bobby for quite a while i had been friends with him for over over 5 7 years and him and i were very very close with each other um i'd call him my best friend cuz we'd hang out all the time we talked about everything and you know everything i felt i talked to him and he was he was the sweetest boy i let me tell you this his mom his parents they raised one fine boy he was very respectful very very smart very intelligent very he was he was just everything he was such a very very nice guy such a good guy such a he was amazing and he was like i think one year or two years older than me he used to talk a lot and of course qua iso conversations eh to we would have conversations about sex i started having a crush on my best friend and i ended up really really liking him and it turned out he had been in love with me for the longest time but he was just scared of you know speaking out and telling me about it he didn't want to alter the kind of relationship we had with each other so one time we were just talking and i remember tulikuwa tunaenda shags i was going to shags with my family and on that day my friends my friends were like you have to tell him you have to tell him cuz knew that if i if i if i didn't tell him i was so scared that you know if i don't tell him and i come back and he has another girlfriend or um i was just scared of you know joke you're young and then you have a crush on someone you feeling that you could beat ukimwona i used to feel all those things and i lo- i'd say i loved him and that's because i still love him up to now for the kind of man that he is and he was So it was kuni ilikuwa one of the most stressful days of my life nilikatuka nyumbani ka decide you know what fuck it i'm going to tell him how i feel i'm going to tell him how he, about how he makes me feel and it wasn't even in a sexual way it was just i really genuinely cared for him and i i felt like i was in love with him i i can't explain how but I know I know I know you know right now when I think about being a teenager in love I just think it's it's shit but when I was in that situation I knew exactly what I felt and I knew how he made me feel so that day I he didn't live that far from my place and I decided I was going to walk up to him and just 
you know to go and tell him how i felt so nikapanga mpaka nikaandika i'm very very i'm such a um i a, a person who loves to prepare stuff so i i took my notebook and i wrote down everything i was going to say i didn't want him to interrupt me i just wanted to go and just blurt out everything that i had in mind so this was going to be it i was going to tell bobby how i feel eh nika gather your courage nika I was so stressed but I decided this was it. So I walked to his place and I found him outside with his friends. I was so scared. Wow, yani nilikuwa na feel too ground ini inimeze ifunguke inimeze ama I I wanted to run away but he'd seen me by then so I walked to him and he gave me the biggest hug. The biggest hug that I have I had ever received those days even hugging was such a big deal yani even hugging a guy he yeah he hugged me and he gave me he he loved to kiss me on my cheek and on my forehead so he kissed me on my cheek and on my forehead and and before I was even able to say what I said you know I started to say you know Bobby I came here to 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 tell you a few things and I hope you you will not get angry at me but this is how I feel it was like in the movies he just told me don't even stress about it let's go sit and we'll talk so we sat somewhere and and he was like before you say anything i have a few things to say um i know you're traveling away for a while and i wouldn't see you for a while yeah i was traveling for about 2 months and i'm going to miss you so 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 bad and I'm so happy you came to say bye but there's something I need to tell you. You guys, everything I had written down, I kid you not, came out from the ma- that man's mouth. He told me that he has been in love with me and that he he likes me so much and that he wa nilikuwa I I couldn't believe it. I just <laughs> that was the best it was the best feeling i have ever unajoven any crazy crush wako akona crush back and i didn't even need to do anything you know everything i felt he just felt so he told me everything and he was very open and we talked about it and at the end he asked me will you be my girlfriend ay 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 eh this boy alinimaliza alinimaliza yosiko to be very very honest i was so happy that i was even considering going to tell my parents me by the way, trip i'm not going i'm not going i have a boyfriend now i have to stay and love him and just be you know but i was that was the most relieving thing that i have ever felt in my life so we talked about it for a while and then i had to go home cuz my curfew was like 7 pm and that time was like at 6 and he was very he was very sweet he walked me home he yani this boy i i have to find him and just hug him and just he walked me home and i remember that night i couldn't even sleep we were traveling i had packed everything everything was ready but i stayed up all fucking night just thinking about him and we were texting and telling each other all these sweet nothings and it was such a nice feeling actually i think I don't know. I think I miss now that I'm talking about it. I think I missed being in love with someone who just genuinely loves me. You know, it was I felt like it was so real and that's how I still feel right now. 
So uh, the morning came and we had to travel. I couldn't even see him that morning because we left so early in the morning. And I went away. And these were the hardest two months of my life because I would think about him every day, all the time. And he was so diligent in always calling me. He would always call. He would always text. He would always check up on me. He was, this guy was seriously heaven sent. So somewhere in between the one, two months that I was away, um, we started talking about sex. Of course, we used to talk about everything. And the topic about sex came about. Talk about, you know, are you comfortable? Do you think this is something you do? And he told me he had done it before and he had a bit of knowledge and he, he knew what to do. And I was I was scared, but not about to do it with him i was scared because wah what was this what was it i didn't even know what it was but i felt like i wanted to do it i felt like it was coming from me not even him it's not he he didn't push me he didn't coerce me he didn't ask me do you think it's something you know willing to do or something you want to do and I was like, you know, I feel all this love for you. So if I feel all these things, I can just imagine how you make me feel even 10 times more. And you guys, he was so gentle about it. Yani, we started even researching about um, condoms. And he was just very, very careful about giving me all the information he need I needed. Because, you know, he'd learned more. And I think his parents would talk to him about these things. His mom especially, like, they had made him very aware of all these things. They taught him. They talked to him about it. They so nearly kwana jua is a two months vikisha nikirudi niku nikupigwa kuni. But I was just anyway. Fast forward to um when my trip ended and I came back to Nairobi, and I came back home. The first time I saw him, I think I cried because I had missed him so much. I don't think. I don't think I had ever felt love for someone the way I felt love for him. Not even for my family, <laughs> unfortunately. So I think it was, I remember it was like on a Tuesday. And I think it was on the 20th of something. Like on March or, because his birthday was on the 11th of March. So it was that week. I, I imagine I remember even the days. <laughs> That's how special that day was to me. And Bobby, um, on the day that we, we had decided, you know, we had even set out a date. It was going to be his birthday week. It was, and my birthday is on February 29th. So it was kind of a birthday thing we were doing. Our birthdays were just 11 days apart from each other. So it was like a birthday thing we were doing for each other. And wow, well, it was, ilikwana a romance mob, but... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel so. I, I don't want to say I feel so silly telling this story, but you know when I think about just that those. Let me just say this is, this that was the most. I think, I think there's a reason it happened then, because I don't know if I would have found anyone as respectful as him, because every other guy I've dated after that has not our Toshimboga, Hawajafika, the level of you know respect and love that bobby ever had for me that's just honestly how i feel because i had a very strong connection and a very strong relationship and friendship with him like him and i were just yani we were bros we were so on that day he came home to to get me and we walked to his house 
and you know we watched some tv and he'd cooked we played some ps and we just hung out and then he was like um so are you ready hey my heart was beating what I wasn't even horny because I don't know if I knew what being horny meant. I don't know if I knew that feeling of having sex, but I knew that I wanted to do it with him and I wanted to be with him. And this was the first time he was ever going to see me naked. And we'd made up, made out a few times. And even in the making out, he was very, you know, careful not to ever touch me inappropriately. I mean, he was just a patient man who was such a good friend of mine. So we went to, um, they had a, like a servant's quarter, um, outside the main house. So that's where we went and there was a bed and he'd picked out all our favorite music and he'd, he'd got some flowers for me, I'll come chuna chuna tumaua somewhere and he had them right there for me. He'd, he'd got snacks, he'd got, yani you guys i can't even make this shit up so we were seated on the bed you know how does this start i don't know anything i have never done this i don't know what i don't know what goes where or how people start do you just what do you do do you just remove your clothes and start but he was like he held my hand and he was like i'm going to show you so he started to kiss me and take off my top i was so self yeah, so self-conscious. my boobs are out. I had really, I had a full rack. I had really, really big boobs, and I was, I think, for my age, and I was so self-conscious. You know, my God, he's touching my breasts. I, it felt good, but I, but the reason it felt good was because he made me extremely comfortable, and he, he, I could feel the love and the patience and all those good things. So he just, he started caressing my body and in no time I was naked and then he took his clothes off and we were kissing and kissing and kissing. You guys, I didn't even lose my virginity to Ati, Ati missionary. Babe, I'm gonna need you to sit on my dick. And I said, what? He was like, yeah, because if you sit on it, then you're the one who has complete and utter power of speed and you're the one who's gonna you know control how far you want me to be inside you and if you still like you'll you'll be able to gauge if you're in pain and if you want to get off and if you i was a bit skeptical but i was like okay he looks like he knows what he's doing so i'll follow his his lead and I, I, I had gotten wet and his dick was really, really hard. And I, I got on top of him and hey, hey. so he was, he was really, really big. He was really, really big. And this was the first time I was having sex, remember? So I sat on his, I tried to sit on his dick. It wasn't really painful, but it was a bit uncomfortable because it's not something I had done. And I'd go. I like nearly kwanaonga a centimeter, a centimeter, a centimeter. Like I was sitting on it a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. Up until I just heard a little pop. It was something like that, like. 
and I knew okay that was it I had that was it I don't like calling it losing my virginity because I don't think we lose anything I just think but that that was how it happened that's how that's how that happened and I was so scared like to, I was like okay do I keep you know going up and down like I've seen in those videos or what do I do and he was like no from then on you know I'm gonna do anything and he was so gentle he was like are you in pain are you comfortable he made sure I was the most comfortable I had ever been and I was okay and we fucked for a bit and we switched to missionary and now he was on top and it was all those my romantic things of looking in my eyes. I don't know if he used to read books or he used to watch movies. <laughs> Cause how how was he doing all these right things and we were just we we were that young, but anyway, whatever. So can't give much details after that. There was some blood on his dick and I bled a bit, but it wasn't something too serious. I wasn't in pain. I was the pain was very, very mild, like mild, like nothing I couldn't handle and he got me showered he got me he gave me his t-shirt oh my god he got me dressed up he made sure i was warm you know kumbuka my cafe is still at seven and he made sure i was home he walked me home he took me home he gave me everything i needed and the whole night he just spent the whole night showering me with praises and compliments of how beautiful i am and how he was just telling me all these nice things and in my head i was just thinking god this is the perfect guy like this is i'm so happy you know i was so happy that i got to experience this with my absolute best friend he was my absolute best friend he yeah we went on and dated and dated and dated for oh we dated for quite a while we only had sex once and we didn't have sex again the whole time through our relationship because he he expressed that you know he feel he feels like we need to wait and we need to be completely sure and ready but he was such a nice loyal boyfriend i have any that's the one guy i have no complaints about i can't even say at tcg he lied actually what caused our breakup was me i fucked up i started talking to other niggas and he found out and he was so broken and he just he left me and that was it so that was how that happened to me and that was when i look back i'm i've said this over and over again but i'm just grateful that i got to experience such a big to me it was such a milestone because i used to read those shout magazines and you know they'd write about you know virginity and um about boys and all those things and you know when i'd hear the stories i'd hear stories of actually later on when i talked to my friends now when i grew up and i talked to my friends about their virginity stories most of them didn't have really really nice stories to tell they were just like ah it was nothing it was just a kawa thing or that guy he disrespect you know they don't they never really had nice stories or good experiences and that's the one sexual encounter in my life that i'm able to say confidently that i felt i have never felt safer i have never felt that safe ever 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 
So I'm sure you guys have questions about Bobby. <laughs> and um of course I met Bobby again years later. By the way, after he broke up with me, he moved schools. He they moved from he was my neighbor. They moved from where we the area we stayed. He changed his phone number. He he just ghosted like Ali Potter Kabsa. The next time I I saw him was um I, I think on Instagram or something and then we linked up and then we started talking again and I think we started we started having sex again then but that was now when like we were grown up and very aware and that's just a relationship I have always thought as very very special to me and I don't talk to Bobby as much actually I'm going to call him immediately I'm done recording this cuz I tried to reach out a few times it's just that I've been I don't know I've just been you know all over and I haven't really been able to give him the kind of attention he needs but he's been very very nice to me all throughout the years he still considers me a very close friend a very good friend of his and he expresses his love all the time and uh, yeah i feel like i need to call him up and give him the reassurance cuz this story has made me realize just what kind of gem i had in my life and bobby if you listen to this just know i love you i love you so much i love you i care about you i miss you and yeah i'm very very grateful for you for being for just being able in my life and i'm grateful that i got to share that with you So guys, I think that's the end of my story. I don't know if you guys have any more stories that you'd like to ask about this experience, about this story specifically or about anything I've said on the this episode today, but I just think it's something that I wanted to share and it's just something random I just thought about and I thought I'd talk about it. But I'd love to hear from you guys. So if you have any questions or you want to say something about the Love and Orgasms show, please don't forget to use the hashtag the Love and Orgasms show so I can be able to see it especially on Twitter, on IG. And I just wanted to say to you guys that I'm so grateful for you guys for being so patient with me, for being so loving, for showing me the love even when i was down and out even when i felt like i couldn't come up and you know go on you guys have consistently been pushing me and been encouraging me and i'm very very grateful for that and i'm going to try and get back to being extremely consistent with my um with the content i put out and yeah i love you guys thank you so much until next time bye bye <laughs>